Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek. And you know what? Last week, I still had my hair done when I was doing my video recordings. And like, she was looking good. You know what I mean? I mean, I was in my Groundhog Day shirt, but I made like so many clips to post because I was like, oh my God, I don't look like a trash panda today. And, um, I have to say that in my mind, I was like, the next time you record, like, you should keep dressing up for these because it like, you know, makes you excited. When I tell you that I look like a cracked out hamster right now, in, in my defense, in my defense, I did not find the sugar daddy to pay for AC for me yet. Um, I said I was back on the apps, but we didn't say it was successful. We didn't say listen, we found you a man who's going to pay for you to have AC, take your trash out and do your dishes. Like that was not said. And so anyways, basically, like I had to take a NyQuil to go to sleep last night. And I don't know if you're supposed to be doing that. And I don't really want to hear your medical advice right now. Okay, I'm desperate. And I woke up and this is so nasty. Like I'm literally buying new sheets. I woke up in a puddle of sweat and I've done that the last two nights. And then when I tell you this fact, you're going to be like, you're disgusting. And I'm be like, you're, I'm depressed. Leave me alone. I like didn't shower and I went into the office today. So my hair just looks like a fucking mess. Right. And I'm like, I probably smell like ass, but you know, like, I feel like you can never smell yourself. Like I never know when I smell bad. That's why I think it's really important to have good friends around. Like, I want you to tell me that I smell. I remember This one time, this like memory just came washing back over me. It's so nasty, but like I stand by it. When I was in college, I played for a co-ed indoor soccer team, Stars and Stripes, um, (laughs) Team America. I probably, um, due to my political beliefs, would probably not be allowed on that team now um, due to the fact that in the Stars and Stripes community, I also uh, don't have freedom. So like, I don't know if I could play for Team Freedom. Um, Listen, we didn't come here to talk about that because it's fine. Like, we're on a distraction podcast. But anywho, played for Team America. um, And this one time, and I played with a bunch of like, Guys, I think there was a few guys that were on the baseball team at the time and then like their friends. And so it was like a really fun time. Don't get me wrong. But usually after we would like play like they would drink throughout the whole thing. Like they would definitely come to the games drunk. But I absolutely could not play a sport while drinking. And I did play a few years in this like alumni Tahoe tournament. And we used to like drink on the sidelines and I just I can't do it well first of all lacrosse very dangerous that's like all hand-eye coordination soccer indoor soccer you run so much I was like I'm going to yak everywhere so anyways after we would get really drunk and I remember this one day we were gonna like I think we're gonna go out it wasn't just like us and so I was like do I smell you know so I asked one of my teammates I was like, will you smell me and tell me if I smell bad? And the and he did it. And the look on his face, I was horrified, horrified by like how bad I must have smelled because he was like, yeah, go take a shower before this. And I was like, you know what? It's really cute when I see people who like play the sports game. <laughs> sports game. It's fine. I was an athlete. And then they see their partner after and they're like, kissing and stuff it's like not me also I don't think I ever had a boyfriend while I was playing a sport actually so I never had that moment actually that's not true I dated the Chipotle guy but we were so on again off again I think he came to one game and it was the game that I had a concussion and we people weren't supposed to know that we were dating because of the whole like restaurant shit but like also I feel like if you work at a restaurant you know, like there is a 95% chance that you're hooking up with somebody there. You know what I mean? Like 95% chance that you're fucking somebody on the staff. You know what I mean? So 
Anyways, all that is to say that he came to one of my games with some coworkers and I got a concussion and I kissed him after the game and he was like, that's how I knew. But also that's how I knew because normally I already knew the world. I knew the rules from my freshman year of college that like you stink, don't kiss anybody after the game. You know what I mean? Um, So anyways, all that is to say I'm stinky and sweaty. And you know what? Here's my thing. I've been thinking about this a lot and I feel like I should get a quote unquote Finsta, but for online dating. And I say this to mean that like, I think I should have a separate Instagram that has nothing to do with my podcast. And then like, that's the Instagram handle I give guys when they're like, what do you look like? Not like, what do you look like? But you know what I mean? I feel like I I decided, made the, the conscious decision to remove the podcast from my like dating apps bio. And then, you know, now I'm like, well, if somebody finds me on social media, which it is and it isn't hard to do, you know, like Ashley Sleek is technically a stage name, but like Ashley with two E's, it's not very common. So I don't know. But Anywho, all of this is to say that, like, if you find my Instagram, you find the podcast right away. And, you know, I remember, like, when I did have it on my bio, I would be like, well, I think we need to go on a date before you listen. But not everybody's going to listen to that. And then you're like, oh, maybe I should date this girl. And then, you know, six minutes into the podcast, you're like, well, she smells and she sweats at night. She's a night sweater. Technically, I'm not always a night sweater. And it's just that I don't have AC. So maybe if you have AC, we won't have to deal with the whole night sweats thing. So anyways, we really went on like quite the tangent there. And also I realized that my it was driving me crazy. My little um, I don't know what you call it, like the sound protector on my microphone. It's lopsided. And it was driving me crazy. And I realized that I lost a foot on the thing. So when you watch the video, it's going to be all like tilted and how ugly and annoying. Uh, Speaking of losing things, I just want everybody to know that I have had my Apple Watch missing for like a week now and I keep working out. I keep working out and I'm getting no fucking credit for it. And it's like, what is the point? Like, what's the point? I also, I don't know if my friends are working out. I don't know what's going on with them because my wrist is not telling me about their whereabouts. And it's driving me so crazy because here's the thing, I lost it a couple weeks ago and then I found it again. And then I consciously was like, I'm not taking my watch to San Diego. And so I came home. It was on the charger on the couch, just fine. And then I knocked it down onto the ground. I remember that. And then nothing. And so I asked my dad, I was like, when's the next time you're going to be in San Jose? And he's like, I don't know why. Like, he comes to San Jose, but I'm like, when's the next time you're going to be in my hood? Because this little bitch, listen, sorry to call you a little bitch. You're my dad and respect. But he made this great schedule where he would like come by every Thursday and now he doesn't come by every Thursday. And I was like, that's like what was giving me life was I was waiting for my Thursday visits and like just took them away from me and didn't replace it. So hello. Anywho, so he doesn't kind of visit me on Thursdays anymore and that's rude. But I was like, I need you to come to my apartment and find my Apple Watch. And he was like, what? And I'm like, you have found every time I would lose something. Every fucking time in my room, I'd be like, I can't find this. And then he would just like walk in and find it. And I need that energy because I've like flipped over the couch and I, you know, it's just me. And I'm like flipping over couches. I pulled out all the drawers. I was like, maybe it's in my laundry. It's like pulled out my laundry. I cannot fucking find my Apple Watch. And of course it died before I could do the whole like find my. Well, I actually I tried to do the find my phone iPhone thing. And then it like said it wasn't here or it didn't say it wasn't here. It just said like not available, which happens all the time with my watch. And I'm like, listen, I would love to be like, I'm just going to buy a new one. She's not rich, you guys. What part of I bought and I didn't buy. I'm renting an apartment that has no hardwood floors, no air conditioning, no washer and dryer and no dishwasher. Like she really said, all I want to do is move in, move to San Jose and like live by this man. She really said, let's not think this shit through. Let's get this apartment. I can afford it. It's cute. Whatever. She said, we can do the cabin life. She said she's not going to get night sweats. It's like who what the fuck I can't listen I can't trust me in love I really she's bad she's bad you know speaking of love I was crying the other day to my mom that I was never gonna find it on her birthday 
obviously, uh, just like any good youngest child would. I felt like that just gave the best youngest child vibes right there. Like, it's my mom's birthday. She called me because I left the party early because my stomach hurt. And she called me to check in, see how I was feeling. And then I just sobbed about being single. And I think that uh, (laughs) that was a turning point in my life. (laughs) She is fine. That being said, um, it's a journey. So anyways, the re- what happened was it's not it's not my fault completely. I mean, I am taking accountability for my actions because that was not cool of me to cry on her birthday. It is my mom's birthday, but I guess I will cry if I want to. Uh, but the thing is, is I watched this TikTok and this girl was like, you know, it's not. Oh, Sorry, I just found the bottom foot to my thing. Wait, that's so exciting. I have to pause and get this together. Oh my gosh, you have no idea. I feel like the balance has been restored in the force. Like I am so happy right now. It was really throwing me off the whole thing being tilted. If you watch the clips of the podcast on TikTok or Instagram, it's that black thing that I have over the microphone. And honestly, as I was talking, I feel like me saying that I cried on my mom's birthday was like the best line. And that's definitely what I'm going to use as a clip. But my fucking thing's going to be lopsided. It's fine. I would do it again. But here's the thing. I feel like um, one of the reasons maybe I wouldn't be an actor, but like, who knows? I don't want to like cut that off because as we know, I did go to performing arts elementary school. So I'm not saying I can't act, but sometimes when I repeat sentences, you know, it just like comes off really scripty and, you know, I think I'm more funny and natural, which is why I think I suck at the dating apps because I overthink what I say. You guys we're really going on. Let me back this shit up. This is what happened. So when my mom called right before that, I'd seen this TikTok and it was this girl and she was talking about, you know, being single in your late 20s, early 30s, which, listen, she might have just said 20s, but like I'm going to make myself feel better. But anyways, what she was saying was she's like, it's not actually this horrible thing to be single at this age. Like it kind of feels nice. You're figuring yourself out, blah, blah, blah. But what's hard is that all of your friends and family your age is like getting married and then now they're starting to have kids. And so you kind of feel like you weren't invited to the party or like you're being left behind and everybody's growing and like you're not, you know, it's like everybody because it's like when you grow up in school and she didn't say this is me now. It's like in school, we were all kind of equals like we were even if, you know, maybe you were greater to lower friends of people older or younger than you, whatever. But, you know, we went on the same trajectory. It was like, OK, we go to kindergarten, we go to middle school, we go to high school, we go to college and college is where it gets dicey. Right. Like maybe you did, maybe you did not But, you know, we're kind of all on this path. And then when everybody's getting married, it's like it's like you didn't graduate, like you didn't graduate with your friends. And so you kind of feel like, oh, shit. And then you're starting to think, like, did I not study hard enough? Is that why? like, why am I not graduating? You know, like what's wrong with me that I didn't get to the same spot that everybody else is? So, you know, I was reading that I was reflecting on it. And then she called me in reflection mode. We know I love a good reflection mode, but she called me in the middle of it. And I was like, I'm just going to be like, single forever and it's never gonna happen to me and just like bitch shut the fuck up like you know how I am like I I I have to cry it out and then I'm like all right perspective you know what I mean it's like I have to get there it's just it's really hard when and I know I've talked about this before but like the dating apps it's just all about like confidence and like you have to be prepared to be rejected at like any moment it's like you're reject you can get rejected from the very beginning it's like you can swipe on someone they won't swipe on you back okay, now you've matched and now you said something and now, but they didn't respond and get rejected there. Or they do respond and then you're talking and then you get rejected. And it's like, maybe you'll never get to a date rejected or you do go on a date rejected. It's like, there's a lot of like turns, but also it's important to remember that you can also be the person that does the rejecting. And I think that's like the mindset you have to have going into it. It's like when Jessica Day was doing Dice on New Girl and Schmidt was like, and Dice was like their dating app. And she was like being too nice to all these guys. And Schmidt said, you are the prize. And you have to remember you're the prize going into it. But it is really hard when a lot of your friends are. And it's not like you're not happy for them. I'm so happy that like I love all of my friends, partners. I feel lucky in the fact that like 
not only am I just happy that they're happy, but I'm so glad they brought these people into my life. So it's exciting for me too. like it's a win win in my world. Like my friends are happy. I'm happy. I got new friends. Like it's great. It's nothing to do with that. It's just exactly what you said. You kind of are exactly what the girl said on TikTok. You're kind of like, oh, shit. Like, what about me? When's it my turn? So, you know, I was just having one of those fucking days, which I think that's fair in singlehood. And it is a little bit embarrassing to talk about to me. Like I was like, you know, I always have these thoughts of do I share this on the podcast? And I think originally I didn't even have it down to talk about. But I feel like when someone else said it to me, when I heard the girls say it on TikTok, I was like, oh, like other people feel the way I feel. It's not it's not just me. And I know that I've been asked and I've talked about this before a few times that people just being like, how do you go? Like, do you get jealous when you're on all these weddings and like it's not you and you know no I think that I find them like it's not it's not that I feel jealous it's just like I'm like oh okay I'm ready for it to be my turn you know I'm ready to like choose what dresses my bitches wear you know what I mean I'm just kidding I already have my thought process on that by the way because I'm crazy now I just I, when you're in so many weddings you don't like you're really not supposed to sit there and plan your own hello I mean I've been playing my wedding since Pinterest came out you know what I mean I mean it's it's come a long way since then but I really do think I'm just gonna pick a color palette and be like do this like get your dress from Shein I don't fucking care or if you need structure like here's a couple sites and like what I want because some girl it can go either way sometimes when you give people too much like leeway they get stressed and then other people you know they're like yes I will find something in that color for 10 bucks and I'm like fucking wear it let's go you know uh, anyways, I don't know how this got into me talking about my own wedding that I'm not having because I'm single. Uh, but anyways, I think it's all just to say, like, for me, and I know I've said it before, like, weddings, it's just when I see two people that happy, I'm like, that's awesome. I can't wait for that to be me. And I know it will be because that's what this is all about. It's like it gets so hard because when it's good like it's gonna all be worth it you know what I mean and my mom kind of made this point too which was I mean she didn't have to read me my rights like that but she was like you know you stayed with Jimmy for a really long time and that took a lot of your young years and I was like okay listen listen you didn't need to be so fucking loud when you said that but she wasn't wrong you know I dated Jimmy from like oh my god how old was I like 24 to 20 say 28 when we broke up because I think yeah my 29th birthday I think my 28th birthday we moved in together and I we were broken up by my 29th so um and then I met Scotland next month so yeah that totally adds up um (laughs) so anyways like we were together for a really long time and uh yeah that did take a couple prime years of dating away but I think that this is great for me I think dating in my later time in life is later like we're not old it's like I'm literally turning 30 in a couple months relax bitch but I think it's it's a good thing and ultimately you know I think it's fair to cry about it to your mom maybe not on her birthday maybe be better than me but I also think that it's okay to just enjoy it it's okay to enjoy being single it's okay to enjoy dating it's okay to just like remind yourself that It's going to be hard, but it's all going to be worth it. At the end of the day, I truly believe that everybody has a soulmate. Maybe we have, you know, multiple. I don't really know, but I just I believe that there's somewhere someone out there for everybody. And I think that we will find them when the time is right, which is also a super annoying thing. Uh, So anyways, listen, I'm done preaching about my crying. Okay, I want to talk about Leah fucking Michelle. Listen, if you are not a Gleek, I understand that you might not give a shit about this. But for my Gleeks out there, and and listen, and I, I hit you with two listens very close to each other. The way I loved Glee, okay? Like, my mom bought me, like, a Glee sparkly t-shirt. I was so into it. I watched it in college with no shame. I had to watch it when it came out. I right now, like if you put my phone on shuffle songs, every three to four is going to be a Glee cover. And I was going to say that I was celebrating 
And I don't know. I know Leah Michelle got canceled, so I don't want to get canceled either by saying I was celebrating. It's just like when you look at it from a Gleek standpoint. Anyways, I haven't even told you what happened in case you didn't know. But I just okay. let me do this the right way. So Leah Michelle was announced that she was cast as Fanny Bryce on Broadway's production of Funny Girl. The reason that this is so fascinating and interesting is because her character on Glee, Rachel Berry, her whole goal was to be on Funny Girl, like was to be play Fanny Bryce on Funny Girl. So like this was like the whole storyline of the show, you know, was that like for her to go do this. So then in real life, she plays her now like that's wild. And I'll get into all the drama, but I have to say this. I did another day because I finally went back into the office today. And obviously, as you know, like cue me saying I was crying with my mom on her birthday. It's just that like I was crying a lot and I was feeling very depressed. And so I was like, listen, drive into work, put your songs on shuffle and just sing it out, which is one of my favorite things to do, especially as someone who can't sing. It's like, let me close my eyes and pretend I'm Mariah Carey. Obviously, I'm not closing my eyes while I'm driving, but like we all know what I'm saying. So you know, I, I was really listening to Glee songs and I was like, God, I wish this chick wasn't a bitch. That being said, Eloy and George did both text me, my besties, and we went and saw Leah Michelle in San Francisco and we dressed up like I dressed up as Rachel Berry, Eloy dressed up as Kurt and George dressed up as Blaine. And it was a whole fucking moment. And they both text me. They're like, but do we go to New York to see Leah Michelle as Fanny Bryce? And it's like, I mean, how do we not like how do we how do we not go? You know, we're we're gleeks. But the thing is, so, um, you know, Beanie was playing Fanny Bryce and I was excited about that casting. I feel like, you know, I thought it was fun to have somebody different and I would have liked to see her, too, you know, in that role. And she announced on Sunday she was supposed to, like, be done with her, like, time playing Fanny I think in like September or something or no sorry I think she was supposed to be done yeah maybe she was supposed to be done in September and now she's like I'm out like I'm leaving early and she announced that and she said that they the show is going in a different direction and so you know she didn't really want to be a part of it anymore which is juicy because some people are like oh my God, she means direction, like the new directions, like Glee. And I said, listen, babes, not everything's Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? Like, I understand that in the Taylor Swift world, we are now conditioned to believe that everything is a clue. Um, But I don't think she was happy about the direction that the show is going in. So I don't think she threw in new directions to like, give us a teaser. I think that she was probably unhappy that someone who's been accused of being a racist and shitting in people's wigs, which Leah Michelle has been, that she was not happy that was her replacement. You know what I mean? So I all I have to say is that I really enjoyed my trip down Glee memory lane on my drive home. And um, that's where I'll leave it at that but it it was it was big news I knew I had to talk about um and also speaking of things I knew I had to talk about you know I love the Kardashians I have not watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians in years but the Kardashians something about that Hulu vibe I'm just I'm into it maybe it's that they've changed so much and I like that they're just wild like in the trailer for the new season Kim Kardashian literally walks by boyfriend Pete Davidson which Yes. And she goes, babe, do you want to hop in the shower with me like really quick? And Pete Davidson like throws his phones and cigarettes in the air and like runs after her. And I also saw on TikTok, because, you know, this is all I do. Like this girl clipped that and was like, you know what? This is what my grandma's been telling me for years. Like you should date men who are obsessed with you. And I think that's actually the big charm about Pete Davidson. Like when he like he loves, you know what I mean? I don't know if he like loves like I personally have. I don't know. OK, um, unfortunately, I'm not celebrity enough for him to come knocking down on my door. But that being said, we don't know yet. I'm still in my beginnings of celebrityism, So maybe he will one day. But he like really loves these bitches and you can just tell. And Kim Kardashian just seems I mean, I know it's it's so hard. I feel like this is the episode where I keep promoting pop problematic people and I'm really not trying to do that. 
it's just the thing about Kim K is like her whole vibe now. It's so fun. And I just I can't help but being obsessed with it. I can't I can't help it. Like she just is a whole fucking mood these days. And I think she's like becoming herself and like getting in her own. And ugh, I just I love it. The next thing I want for her and I know it's not going to happen, but like how fun would it be if she was just in a Taylor Swift music video? You know what I mean? Like, come on. What if they redid? Okay, what if Taylor came out with a new song? Or what's that song that she sings? And I feel like I'm going to get murdered by the Swifties. But what's that song she sings that's like, everyone's like, I'm a feminist until this song comes on. It's like, laying on a mattress. Fuck, what is that song where she's like, oh, better than revenge. I love that laying on a mattress is the only thing I remember. If you're a Swiftie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But what if like better than revenge came on, like when Taylor's version and the music video is like the reenactment of the phone call. And it's like Kim and Taylor like getting revenge on Kanye. Like they redo the phone call, but it's like mean girl status where Kim and Taylor on the phone and then they make like Kanye, like they don't know Taylor's on the phone and Kim's like, oh, tell me about Taylor Swift. And then Kanye talks, starts talking shit and then Taylor gets on the phone. She's like, it's me, bitch. Anyways, that's just what I would do. But no one asked me to direct Taylor Swift music videos, but I would be very into it. So anyways, all this is to say that I'm extremely excited about the new season of the Kardashians and I will be watching and I will be updating you all right here on I'm Sorry What the Podcast. Um, one little last tidbit about celebrity news, and this actually kind of pisses me the fuck off, but... I uh, saw the Emmy nominations and I need an explanation. Only Murderers in the Building was an incredible fucking show. And obviously the Emmy crew knew that because the show's nominated for Outstanding Comedy. Uh, Martin Short and Steve Martin are both nominated for um, Comedy Star or whatever. But Selena Gomez wasn't nominated. And I just don't fucking understand like this to me is sexism at its finest because it's like there's three stars of that show two men and one woman right and if we want to take it the next step like we should two white guys you know and then selena gomez and selena gomez is the only person who doesn't get nominated she did a phenomenal job in that role it's like, do I think she should have won an Emmy for playing Alex Russo? Yes. And this is adult Alex Russo. You can't tell me I'm wrong. And I think she deserved an Emmy nom. And I think she got fucking shysted. I feel like Selena Gomez has been one of those people who's been so underrated for so long and she doesn't deserve to be. Her and Demi just like really couldn't break that. And Demi is her own personal fucking attitude that I think is why people hate her. Because Demi Lovato deserves a Grammy and I will go to my death on that hill. I will absolutely die on that hill. Selena Gomez, I think like, you know, I don't think she's like the most amazing singer in the world, but I think her music is like fun and catchy. I think her the latest album she had was really good. And, you know, she gets no credit for that. And then she was like the most followed person on Instagram for a while. So it's like the people love her. But like, why don't the academies? You know what I mean? And then, you know, she comes out, does this amazing show. Everybody else gets nominated except for her. Like the whole fucking show got a nomination. Just a slap in the face for me. I'm hoping that I read it wrong and maybe she was and maybe everybody's going to like message me and be like, you stupid bitch, you read it wrong. But from what I could see, it's a no. Uh, okay, so one last thing about TikTok and then I promise I'll stop because I almost made this my I'm sorry what moment of the week. Uh, <laughs> but I decided to just throw it here in the beginning because I do feel like maybe I just need a TikTok section of the pod because I talk about it so often. But I watched this TikTok. When I tell you that this is going to be some mean shit coming out of my mouth and I'm just preparing you right now, what it was was a bachelorette party and they were giving gifts, which first of all, I've never understood gift giving, like giving bride gifts on the bachelorette party in general. And I'm not even going to start on that because I don't feel like getting into it. But personally, like I, it's not, I, I've played a game where you do gifts and it's like, it was really fun. We played this brown bag game. And I stand by this. I think it's so fun. You like got a present. You put it in a brown bag. You know, like, something scandalous, you know. And then the bride guesses like who got her the present. I did this at my friend um, Haley's bachelorette party. The one that was like Jimmy's best friend's wife. And love her to death. This was so fucking fun. One of my favorite batches 
as well. And then I did it at my friend Haley's batch when I was the maid of honor. I did it at my sister's too. I think it's just so fun. Anyways, anyways, all this is to say, I mean, you know me, I don't give any presents if I'm in your wedding. Sorry, not sorry. I know that's a bitchy stance, but I stand by it. And I'm expecting that when it's my turn, no one gets me presents if they're in my wedding. And I think that's fair. Anyways, all this is to say, she gets a present. She opens it up. It's a pregnancy announcement. One of these bridesmaid bitches decided that at her bachelorette party, it was the time to tell her best friend that she was pregnant. The way I would not react well. You know what I mean? Listen, tell me before. Tell me before, because I'm going to be like, why the fuck are you not doing shots with me? It will not ruin it. Do not take a moment for a weekend that's supposed to all be about me. For me personally, a weekend that I've been planning in my head for a long time and then announce your pregnancy. And listen, you might be thinking, Ashley, you sound like a selfish bitch right now. I'm not going to sit here and say that you're wrong. However, as somebody who self-sacrifices often is a, is a people pleaser, if I'm telling you, as someone who would literally like cut off my own hand and like give it to somebody else, probably, let's not test that theory. But as someone who would like, I don't know, if it was like, if I had a tiara, I would share it. You know what I mean? And I'm crazy about my birthday and I would share that day too. Like as someone who's like a people person like a people pleaser gets like a really bad rep I am a people pleaser but like I also just like genuinely am a good friend and I think that's more what I mean all of this is to say that like I am somebody who cares more about my friends shit that they have going on than mine and if you announce your pregnancy at my bachelorette party I will motherfucking if it's one of those things where like oh shit you think you're pregnant and then we have a scandal involved and then we do like pregnancy roulette it's a little different but to like have planned out, you know, like if you get accidentally pregnant at my bachelorette party, that's fun. And I cannot wait to tell your kids that story How if you decide to keep it. However, if you knew you were pregnant and you specifically waited until my bachelorette party to tell me, oh, girl, no. I just listen. I am happy for you all to call me and tell me I'm wrong. I'm happy for you all to call me and tell me I'm being selfish. I'm happy for I'm happy to have that conversation with you. But I know the majority of my bitches are sitting there like, no, nah, that's fucked up. Like, I mean, I understand if you have to whisper, tell me because you're like, fuck, bitch, I can't drink. I get it. But to plan it out that way. The best part is the girl sitting next to the bride when she videos it. And I saw this other video and I saw this other video before I saw the announcement one and it was all the girls lighting up and then they all like turn and kiss the belly of like one of the bridesmaids. And I was like, oh, like they really I was like, oh, this is like kind of cute. I was like, OK. But then I saw one girl was in white and I was like, oh, this is like her weekend. This is weird. Anyways, the same way you just don't fucking wear white to a wedding, you don't fucking announce your pregnancy at a bachelorette party. OK, and I will happily die on that hill. Hi, friends. I'm so excited to talk to you about one of my new favorite brands, Kitsch. I don't know about everyone else, but I'm going back into the office and Kitsch has not only been so useful from work from home life, it is also very helpful for going back into the office. So listen to this. I started with the very cute like cheetah print satin pillowcase that I'm obsessed with. It sets the tone for my new bedroom. I'm in love. And honestly, it really does make my skin and hair feel better. And I'm not just shitting you on that. And then when I was working from home, listen, I would do this thing where I would take a shower and then I would throw my hair up in the towel scrunchie. And then like when I felt like getting out of my pajamas and I had to have a meeting, I would go blow dry my hair and it cut down the time astronomically. And then now I've got like the little ice roller thing because now I have to be up and like get in a car and drive to work. So I need to wake my ass up. And the ice roller just does just that. And it's so amazing, so helpful. And then I also got the heatless curler. So I can like curl my hair in that little, you know, pillow looking thing. And then I drive to work and I take it out and bam, I look flawless. I highly recommend Kitsch. They have all sorts of amazing products. Like I just named a bunch, but they have so much more. And you can get 15% off with promo code AshleySleek15. That is Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-E, -E, Sleek, S-L-E-E-K, 15. 
15. And you can visit the link in my bio on Instagram to shop super easy. It's at Ashley Sleek on Instagram. Okay, bye. Friends, I'm going to need you to buckle the fuck up. Hold on. I got to get more comfortable in my chair for this shit because I have a story for you. I've gotten a roller coaster of a story for you. So like, listen, hands and feet in the car at all times. All right. Like this is California screaming. All right. I listen when I said I don't want to be single anymore. God was like, here's an opportunity, but then we're going to fuck with you. And I was like, I that's fair. Listen, God, I were on some rough terms. So I understand that you were like, I'm, you made I made a lot of God jokes. And he was like, she she was like, I'm gonna get you back for that. So um, you guys, <laughs> here's the story. So Sunday morning, I wake up to this text message. It says, hey, it's Aaron. I'm driving into Aaron, A-A-R-O-N. I'm driving into town Monday, so I'll be available for meetings all day. If you flake and I have to spend the day sitting next to Rick, I swear I'm going to tell the girl that you like that you still live with your mom. And I read the story and I was like, this is hilarious. Like, obviously, it's a wrong number, but like, how funny. So I respond to it and I'm like, I'm like, hey, um, sorry, I think you have the wrong number because I have no idea who Rick is and I am a straight female who does not live with her mom, you know? What was funny was I was at my parents' house when I got this text and I was like, they know. Uh, So anyways, he wrote me back and he was like, definitely wasn't expecting like a text back, but that's so funny. Oh, and I said, oh, sorry. I'm fucking it up. I'm fucking up my own fucking story. So anyways, I, I said, but if you still need a buffer for Rick, like if your friend flakes, please let me know happy to step in so then he was like oh my gosh that's hilarious he's like i typed in the wrong number i was definitely wasn't expecting a text back but you know would you really be willing to buffer me with with rick and so then we start like talking right and then we're talking like all day and obviously obviously as a fucking basic bitch who whose parents i'm blaming my parents for this whose parents love hallmark movies okay and who's like desperately single. Okay, I don't think I'm desperate yet, but you know what I mean? Like I got my heart broken. I'm back on the prowl. Some random guy texts me. I'm like, this is it. This is my love story. Okay. And I was like, Hallmark, I'm a motherfucking sell you this shit. This is amazing. And cause he was like, we're talking. It was fine. You know, whatever. And then, so I tell my mom the story, obviously, cause I was with her and I tell my mom all the hot goss. And she tells my sister and my sister immediately is like, oh, you know, Matt and I get those texts all the time. He must it must be a bot. Listen, okay? you're married, you're happy, you're married, you have a kid. You don't get to fucking weigh in right now. okay? I am sad and single, heartbroken. Okay, please reference the beginning of this podcast. Okay, I don't want to fucking hear that this guy is a killer or a bot or any of that shit. First of all, did all those things cross my mind? Duh, absolutely. Okay, but let me have my fun. I don't think this guy's a bot. There was too much information flowing in. Like I knew where this guy graduated from college. I knew where he worked. Like the conference that he was going to was in San Jose. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. I live in the area, right? So we're chatting, chatting, chatting. Even go on to talking on Monday. At some point, he's like, so did I convince you to be my my buffer? And I was like, I don't know, maybe. I was like, mostly just because I feel like I have to meet Rick. You know, I was like, if you're willing to like beg someone to be there, like I feel like he's very interesting, you know? And he was like, oh, is that the only person you want to meet? And I was like, well, the story's pretty good of you and I talking. So, you know, maybe I'd want to meet you too. And then he was like, yeah, but I'd hate for you to come to meeting. And I come to this meeting and I was like, well, considering I already have a day full of my own meetings, maybe we can just meet for drinks after work. And he's like, are you asking me out on a date? It's like, no shit. You know what I mean? Like, yes. But then I was like, honest to God, I was like, I'm going to have to see proof that you're a human. Like, I cannot go meet you. You know, I was like, I need an Instagram. I need something. And that's when he said something that I should have anticipated, but was not. He was like, you know, my Instagram is pretty much all pictures of my son. And I was like, what is happening to me? Am I giving off stepmom vibes? I know I've been talking about this a lot, but like I am just straight up attracting daddies. Like, I don't know what vibes I put. This is the third guy 
that has crossed into my life that is a single dad. And I'm not saying I have any problem with it. Like, listen, I I was really prepared for the stepmom life of Scotland. But like, I didn't know that meant that it was going to come for me. You know, I didn't realize I put that out into the world. You know, when Australia was a dad, I was like, nah, you know, I mean, I absolutely love him. He's one of my really great friends. We still talk. But I was like, I'm not ready to be a stepmom. Like, also, he wasn't ready for a girlfriend. We were in also like, I, you know, we like weren't compatible in that way. We were like way better as besties. But anyways, all that is to say that I was like, wow, I'm on some new shit. And I was cracking my ass up when he said this, like not laughing at him like that. He's a single like that's great, whatever. But I was just like, oh, this is like so funny that this happened. And I was like, well, you know, I was like, I do. I was like, well, if there's any way to get proof, you know, I was like, you don't have a LinkedIn. You know, he's like, well, I've got some old pictures on my Instagram. And for me, like Scotland was really private about his son. So I was like, oh, you know, I was like, how old's your son? But I understand if like you don't want to talk about him or like if you don't want me to see pictures of him, like blah, blah. blah. And so he was like, no, like it's cool. And I was like, OK, so I get his Instagram. OK. And I have to like follow him, whatever. And at the same time, I get a phone call. And by the way, I just want to preface this by saying that if anyone who texts me knows I am the worst texter. And at this point in this day with this guy, like even when he told me he was a single dad, I was like driving to Ikea. So I didn't respond to that text for like an hour and a half. And he was like, yeah, being a single dad is usually like a deal breaker with girls. And I was like, well, actually, like I dated like an hour later. And I was like, oh, I dated somebody with a kid like you know, whatever. Like to me, that's not I don't know. I, I, I actually don't know if it's a deal breaker, but I wasn't going to tell him that. I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm going to have to meet you first. Like, I love Scotland, so it wasn't. You know what I mean? Anywho. um, <laughs> So I get into his Instagram. OK. And I get a phone call at this moment. And I am not like if I'm on the phone, I feel like I got to be like on the phone, you know, like. So anyways, all this is to say that I didn't respond right away, which I completely understand. Like, what an insecurity that, like, you finally show this person you've been talking to for, like, 24 hours what you look like, and then she ghosts. However, the next things that follow were, like, so crazy. So he goes, uh, he's like, you disappeared. And then, like, and by the way, I'm not talking I waited an hour. I'm talking, like, 20 minutes, you know, he's like, you disappeared. And then he's like, okay, well, I guess I'll take that as a hint. And then he's like, it was great talking with you, Ashley. Like, have a good life, basically. And I was like, oh, shit. So then I responded and I was like, hey, like, I'm sorry, I got a phone call during that time. But like, I can understand how this, you know, looked. But honestly, based off your reaction, I'm going to go ahead and say, like, we're good. That being said, now <clears throat> I can tell you that I I he wasn't necessarily my type. OK. And I felt really guilty about that. I was like, you know what? I feel like I was on a real life love is blind. And at first I thought that was going to be really fun. And then I was like, actually, this concept is very fucking scary. And because, um, you know, there's just it's not that he was like ugly. It's just that like he wasn't my personal type, you know, and and I don't know, maybe he thought I was ugly. Who's to say? I have no fucking idea. But anyways, I felt bad about this until, OK, until I was snooping his picture this morning because I like screenshotted his profile, what it was, and then his like a couple like pictures of him, whatever. And I was showing them to my coworkers today. And when you zoom in, the first picture of him and I listen, I'm not trying to be an ass, but he looks terrifying in this picture. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I really like some white bitch is going to be doing a podcast episode about me like this girl was not fucking thinking her shit through. You know what I mean? And so um, but when you zoom in on the picture, there is a guy peeing in the background of the photo. There's literally a guy peeing in a urinal. OK, in the background of his picture. And I was like, you know what? I don't feel bad about anything now. I don't feel bad about anything. Like, clearly this was not my guy. Even like looking back on it, some of the jokes, I thought it was weird. He kept asking me, like he asked me twice if I was dating. Cause he said like, oh, he's like, is it weird that you're talking to a complete stranger? 
And I said, honestly, I was like, yes, this whole situation is super fucking weird. Like I was just one number off the person that you were texting. I love I was like, I love a good story, though. So I find it interesting. But also it's kind of like online dating, you know, because I was like, all those people are strangers. And then you just text them and then, you know, you decide if you want to date or not. So I was like, to me, it wasn't like the beginning part was weird, but this whole texting part wasn't really that weird because I'm used to it. And so I said, you know, it's kind of like online dating. And he was like, yeah, I guess you're right. And he's like, are you online dating right now? And I was like, well, I just kind of like got back on the app. So he's like, well, have you had any dates? And then I like skipped that message and like responded to something else. Um, It wasn't like strategically. I just but, you know, it was like one of those moments where I was like, I haven't. But I don't think I have because I haven't been trying that hard. But also, I didn't want to seem like I couldn't get dates. You know what I mean? Like, this guy doesn't know what I look like. So suddenly I was playing the game, which I don't like to do. But I was like, I don't want to seem like I'm super available. And I also didn't want to be like, well, I haven't downloaded the apps because I'm like, I don't know. I didn't want to be like, I just went through a breakup, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? So I was just like, I don't know how to play this game. So I just said I haven't been on them very long. And I haven't really, like, committed to talking to people. Because he asked me again, so then I had answers. So I was like, why do you ask? And he's like, I'm just wondering if dating is hard, like, as hard for women as it is for men. I'm like, well, we can get murdered. I know you can get murdered, but we're, like, more likely to. You know what I mean? Which is then how I got him to give me his Instagram and all that. So any, anyways, there were flags. And as as always, I ignored them. But you guys, he unfriended me from his Instagram so fast so fast like I literally went back on after he sent me the text because I because then he followed me and I got a notification and he like it said follow like I got removed so quickly that being said he still follows me which is so weird okay so I over here had like a little bit of an intermission because friend of the podcast bestie of mine Julie called me and I realized that um you know and we haven't chatted in a little bit because we're so busy bitches but It is going to be her birthday when this podcast debuts. So had to like give a little shout out. Um, It is her 30th birthday today when the podcast debuts. And um, so excited. It's so funny. I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, my God, like we've been like we're friends with you, like entering a new era of your life. And I was like, oh, my God, we were friends when you like turned 20. Like that's it's so wild to me. Honestly, I feel like, you know, um, I, I think it's so fun to look back at like how long people have been friends because you just like you've seen some shit together. You know what? Like Julie was there with the man who sniffed my armpit to like make sure I could like go to the party. You know what I mean? And she's honestly one of the best friends I could have ever asked for in my whole life. And, you know, she has been there for me through everything. And not only is she like one of those friends that's so loyal and so um, caring and just like really like she really wants you to succeed. And I think that's what's so nice about having her on your team. Like she like she really is a team player. Like she wants you to succeed. But and like it's not only that, it's like she's also really fun, which is like such a great pair to have. It's like she's a great friend for like when shit goes down in your life. And then she's also like just fun to have you know, around. So I feel like I got really hashtag blessed, you know, uh, my (laughs) freshman year of college, you know, as I talked about in the hundredth episode, I got really, really lucky and happy birthday, Julie. You are 30. I am not. You're really fucking old and I'm still like chilling here in my twenties. So good luck with that. No, I'm just kidding. But I know it's so crazy me turning 30. 30 flirty and thriving. So crazy. I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think I'm excited for my 30s. I think they're going to be great. I'm excited that like I have this whole group of friends that I had like in my 20s that I'm like entering my 30s with. I always think that's like bad bitch shit right there. And I'm excited to see what the 30s bring. Um, Maybe more daddies. Who knows? Uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Okay. So anyways, to wrap it up, Um, I might block that guy on Instagram. I might block his number. I don't know. I feel I felt bad about the fact that like, you know, he was like, wow, this girl must think I'm like not cute. And which is true. If I'm just keeping it 100, I wasn't I was not. It's whatever. He just like wasn't my type. And then, um, you know, I didn't feel bad once I saw that his profile picture was the creepiest looking photo of him with a guy peeing in the background. And that's that. So. 
Hallmark, you don't need to call me. We're good. Um, I don't have the love story of a lifetime for you. I thought this was like a millennial dream come true where someone just texted me, fell upon my lap. And like, who was I to think it was going to be that easy? Nothing in my life has been that easy. So why I thought like some guy was going to randomly text my number and bam, I was going to fall in love was really, really something else. But let me say this. So I am back on the apps. Okay. And I did get accepted into the league. I did try. I got accepted. I'm very confused. The league is a very interesting dating app. So for my friends who are not single, um, the league is like was originally started for people who went to like I can't remember if it was Harvard or Yale. So there's a lot of like every guy on there so far has been from Harvard and Yale. And I was like, oh, this is not like I went to Sonoma State University. They don't I don't know what a seawolf is. They don't know what a seawolf is like. It's bad for me. So um, anyways, it took me a while to figure it out. So basically, they only give you like three potential matches every day at 5 p.m. They call it a happy hour. So you only it's not like you get to sit there and swipe all day. You have to like pay attention because you get like a couple people at the time and Basically, you don't have like a whole profile. You have like one quick bio and then it links to your LinkedIn. It's like, no, no, no. We only want professionals like don't fuck with me. I'm so intimidated by this app. And like, I mean, my LinkedIn says I have a podcast. So that's like out the window, the whole like hiding the podcast. But I feel like I should have changed my bio to be like if you're looking for the L Woods, you know, to your but I can't remember what the guy's. Who's the guy that she ends up with? Obviously, Warner's the ass. But like, you know, if you want the girl that would make a audition video to get into Yale University. Oh, sorry. They went to Harvard. My bad. Look at her. Now I'm already. I fucked up the Holy Glee Blonde reference. Like, send her to jail. But listen, if you want the Elle Woods, the girl who would have made the video and like probably would have excelled and figured out the way and 100 percent would go to the Apple store wearing a bunny outfit and buy a bright orange Mac like I'm your girl, you know, so the league is very intimidating. I'm figuring out how to use it right now. I, you know, I do the Bumble. I do the hinge. And it's just funny to me, like some guys profiles, it's just like too much. You can tell who's been on for like too long. You know what I mean? And I mean that in the nicest way. I'm not judging you that you've been on for too long, but now you know exactly what you're like wanting in the messages. Like I read this guy's profile and the whole thing was about how like if you start with hi, I'm not talking to you. Like he's literally like, please swipe right if you're just going to say hi. Hey, or how are you? He's like, start with some meaningful conversation. But here's the thing for me. I only say hi or hey now if there's nothing in your profile that gives me something to talk about, you know, and sometimes that's pulling for tea. Sometimes I'm like, oh, there was a a tree in the background. Do you like trees? I mean, it doesn't get that desperate, but you know what I mean? And speaking of that, I've I've run into three different guys whose profiles are about Costco. And I thought I like really nailed it on this one guy because his profile said that he's never been to Costco before. So then I responded. So we matched and I was like, have you really never been to Costco before? Or are you just trying to find a girl with a Costco card so you can get in for free? Because I remember there was a girl who said she'd never been on a boat before. And she was like, oh, I'm now I'm just getting boat trips left and right, which I decided to go, as I said last time, with the basic bitch, like looking for a golf coach thing, you know, whatever. And I have gotten some responses off that. You know, some guy was like, I don't play golf. And I was like, well, then I guess we're going to have to go for like the second half of my profile and get some drinks. And he didn't respond to that. And I was like, fuck you. I left out the falling in love part. okay, and that was my original go back to. So um, anyways, so uh, yeah, so, you know, that didn't work. That guy like the guy said the Costco card thing to like immediate. I don't know if he like deleted his app or he unmatched me, but he disappeared from my messages and I don't want to talk about that. But then there was this other guy who said like his whole profile was basically about Costco. And I was like drunk. This was like smashly texting. And I was like, "Mm, let's pull from shit. And I was like, so what's your favorite Costco item on the menu. And he said, you're my favorite item. And I was like, but why? Listen, like compare me to a chicken bake all day, every day. I understand. But like, did you think that was going to work? Like when you were 
flirt in. He used the wrong your, by the way, also. Um, so there's that. I mean, I'm not a big grammar police because I can barely spell to save my life. But Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, apparently, listen, I always thought that somebody was going to tell me that they love me and my eyes are gorgeous and that I have the best personality in the whole world and like their whole life was nothing until I walked into it and I just changed it completely and they're so grateful every single day that I walked into their life but in reality the romance that I'm getting is that I'm some guy's favorite menu item at Costco so there's that in case you're wondering how dating's going Uh, (laughs) I also um had somebody that asked me if I was born and bred in Campbell and I was like oh this is very formal so I decided to like I was like oh you know no but that was a very funny way of like putting it and then he stopped talking to me so I'm not listen I'm not on his league level um he wasn't from league but I swear and also what's been so funny is like I was really excited to get away from Livermore and being on the apps because I felt like uh, it was going to be a high school reunion. You know, I was nervous about that. I think a lot of people from my high school are like married now. So that's cool. But there were still people I'd see every once in a while. I'm like, ugh. but now I realize that a ton of people from Sonoma State apparently live in san jose area so um it's like a college reunion and it seems to be all the guys from the same fraternity and it was like the only fraternity there was only two fraternities that i hung out with at some point and it's all from the one i spent the most time with so i recognize all these guys but it's not like i don't recognize them in the way where like we would match and it would be like funny and be like oh my god it's so good to see you blah 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 It was like if I swipe on him, they might think I've had a crush on them since college kind of thing, you know, and I just those aren't my vibes either. Those aren't my vibes. I accidentally swiped on one and then we didn't match. And I was like, see, this is it for me. I can't you know, I just like I absolutely can't. Uh, So, yeah. Anyways, it's been a journey. Welcome back to dating Ashley on the podcast. It's it's going to be good. And speaking of dating, I have to get into the I'm sorry, what moment of the week? I know I'm like approaching my time here, um, but My boss told me that she heard on the radio, which then obviously I have to share because we love the radio peeps, that there is a new like dating bar where the whole thing is, is that you smell each other. Okay, there's been a lot about this is the smelly episode. There's been a lot about sniffing on here. And here's the deal. Um, Basically, the whole concept is that you know, people are really attracted to each other's scents. Okay. So like the whole deal is that there's a connection between people smells. And I, I don't know. I honestly like, I, I, I remember one time Scotland was like, you smell amazing. And I was like, Shh, that's a shocker. I don't remember being like, I'm obsessed with your scent. Like, I don't remember smelling anybody. I could tell you when Jimmy smelled bad. I can definitely remember that. But I don't remember being like a scent girl, per se. I'll stick with being a weird voice girl. Like, I'll, I'll own that, that I really care about what your voice sounds like. And that's attractive to me. But I'm going to skip being the scent girl. I feel like that's a little too much for my alley. Uh, but yeah, so um, basically you just go in and you can be like blindfolded, which to me, I was like, are we sure this is, you know, uh, but basically you go in and you smell each other. And if the sense of connection, you can date. And I told my boss this then. And I'm telling you all now that if I get desperate enough to be going to a sniff bar for the love of God, come get me, come get me, find me whatever. But like, I feel like I fucked up when I was young and I didn't like I have a guy best friend, you know, but we're not on that level of like, OK, if we reached this certain age and it isn't it funny. OK, looking back on it, those jokes would be like, hey, you know, you'd have like your best guy friend from high school and be like, all right, like if we if we both turn 30, we're not married, we're going to marry each other. Like, isn't it sad that 30 is that number? I'd be like, yeah, if we're still 50 and we're not married, we can marry each other. Right. Like. Um, but anyways, I have no interest in marrying my guy best friend, but I feel like I did fuck up and not get one of those early. So that way I could be like, hey, if I if I end up at the sniff bar, please call. Honestly, like, please call the weirdest guy I dated and be like, hey, she's well, her standards have been lowered. You can call the guy from the text message. If I end up at the sniff bar, 
you tell that guy that she signed up. Okay. It, it can't, it cannot be weirder than that. That being said, a part of me does want to go just for the content, for the content alone. What if this, and you know, I love making up scenarios about how I'm going to find the love of my life, but listen to this one. Like what if I jokingly go to the sniff bar? Okay. Just for the podcast, just for the content. But then when I'm at the sniff bar, I, I find the love of my life. Like, do you think that, is that a possibility? Oh my God. Am I convincing myself to go to the smell? Somebody come get her for the love of fucking God. She's so unhinged. Single Ashley is just too much. Single Smashley is a lot. And even just, but just single Ashley, she's just something else, you guys. I think it's time for me to go. I'm sorry what, this is supposed to be an I'm sorry what, what moment about how weird the smell bar was and somehow I convinced myself to go. So it is time for me to turn off the podcast. It is, it, we're done. We're done. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast is the love of my life. It is my dream come true. It's what gets me through these moments. Like when the weird texting guy happened and I was like, fuck, I thought I like figured it out, you know, um, you know, I was like, at least I can tell this on the podcast and the people and my fans are going to enjoy it. Like my listeners are going to love it. Yes, I called you guys fans. Just let me have it. Um, my listeners are going to enjoy it. It's going to be great. So thank you for getting me through everything. I love you guys so much. I love you all, 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 all so, so much. Thank you for listening. Please share this podcast with a friend. I would love for it to grow. We are averaging a good 94 downloads a week. Love to get that up to 100. Trying to get to 4,000 TikTok followers. I'm currently at 3,800. So if you can follow me at Ashley Sleek, I'd love you forever. There's some good shit on there. Okay, bye.